don't just stay in the shallow end. Join us on a DFS deep dive on For Frequency's Sake. And now, here are your hosts, Brian Craighead and Jordan Kearney. Wow, we got to love that new intro. I, uh, I'll go ahead and tell you who I am, um, just in case you can't tell, but uh, the new intro spells it all out well. But I'm Brian Craighead, and I'm joined by my host, Jordan. We are right now in the midst where the NBA has started. We, Jordan and I were talking about that pre-show. Uh, Major League Baseball is over, but we're still here. Um, I'm proud to be part of the For Frequency Network. How are you doing tonight, Jordan? Doing really, really good. Like I said, like you said, we were kind of talking before the, the show here. I've got a lot of entries in basketball right now, so I'm trying to like shift my focus over to the NFL lineup that I made. Yeah, are the Celtics playing tonight? I'm a Celtics fan, but I don't know. I don't think so. So today started their pool play. So they have the in-season tournament, which uh, shout out to Daniel um, at Gotham Gambling for kind of breaking it down for us. Because uh, I had no idea what the what the it the the end season tournament is, but it's kind of like the World Cup. Um, they all have uh, they all have pool play, and um, you know then the winners of their of uh, the group and after pool play will play each other, and then the two with the best record. He, the way he explained it was really good. I'll have to have him maybe put something out in an article because uh, just reading through it real quick here. But it sounds pretty interesting. I mean, all the all the it sounds like all the pool play games count towards regular season wins, but then when they get to the actual finish, like once they get to the actual tournament, they don't count. They're just games in the season that don't count for anything except for the play or the the tournament that they're playing. Oh, that's fun! I didn't even know that concept existed, and neither did I. A lot of times, I don't really follow the NBA until about uh, April, but um, that's pretty cool that. Um, that that exists i had no clue so did you get a chance to watch last night's game um no i was kind of finishing up my article so i was kind of keeping an eye on it and i'm kind of glad i didn't watch it um it was just it seemed like it was just pun after pun after pun until the very end where they both kind of went for yeah i was i was kind of on the fence of who picked i know if levis was going to be the real deal or not um I, i did go with the steelers I only put a five confidence rating on them, though, but I'll take it. Well, I'm a big Steelers fan. The game wasn't pretty, but I was glad to get the win. So they are now I'm, what five and three, I think. I mean, well, I, I'll say I'll say one thing. Uh, uh, what a week for Deontay Johnson to go off. Of course, I'm playing him in a in in a couple leagues, and yeah, he wants to have seven catches for ninety yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he'll have some weeks like that, but I guess the only surprising thing is Pickens with negative yardage. Um, you know that'll I, that'll obviously balance out, but I'd really like Pickens to start throwing from two twenty, two thirty, two forty. I mean, I think he's fully capable if given the opportunity. So, oh yeah, one hundred percent. So we're on to our our Sunday main slate. It's uh, there are four teams going to be on by this week, so that's kind of important. Um, got the 49ers. We've got the Jaguars, we got the Broncos and the Lions. And with that being said, I, I think some of our better games are also in prime time, which is going to leave us to at least to my knowledge, or at least my perspective, going to have a different looking slate. So like we said, the Steelers won last night. Um, 
Final score was 20 to 16. On Sunday morning, the Chiefs are going to play the Dolphins with early 8.30 central start. That's in, um, refresh my memory, that's in Germany, right? Yes, sir. Sunday night, we've got the Bills playing at the Bengals. The Bengals in this one are minus two with an over-under of 48 and a half. And that Chiefs game I just mentioned has an over-under of 50. Point fifty and a half, so it's two of the higher higher over unders on the weekend. So kind of interesting. And then last but not lot least in the primetime section, you've got the Chargers, and they're minus three playing at the Jets. So those are all the teams that are going to be um going to be playing in the primetime this week. And then, like I said, with all that going on, there's not that many teams with high implied totals. Uh, in, in the main slate. So we're looking at the Saints, 24, playing the Bears at 17. The Ravens, 24, playing versus the Seahawks at 19. Probably the best game of the slate, I think, is the Eagles, 24 and a half, to the Cowboys, 21 and a half. You've got the Browns at 23, hosting the Cardinals at 15. And then last but not least, like I said, I had to stretch this outside of the above 25 to make it above 23, was the Colts 23 and the Panthers 21. Any thoughts on any of that? Yeah, I so normally in my article, I'll write up like like five games and you know, maybe have an honorable mention. I only wrote up three, and it was Dally, Dallas at Philly, Seattle at Baltimore, and Indianapolis at Carolina. Um, it's just it's ugly. I think the Dallas Philly game is the only game that is over 45 points. Um, yeah. Everything else, yeah, everything else is under 45. And there are one, two, three, four, five games with an implied total of under under 40 points. It's, and the uh, Eagles are barely over there at 46, or at least they were 46. Yeah, and 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 they weren't. It's gone up a point. It's gone up a point since. Uh, because I, I was writing my article and when I put it on, uh, when I had it on my, I saved it as a draft. It had gone up a point, so I had to go up and change it. But yeah, uh, it's it's ugly, ugly, ugly. Yeah, that's what I thought. We we've also got a few injuries that um, we we need to focus on this week. Um, though some of those that are out are going to be Drake London. Uh, first of all, I also want to throw out there that. Um, that Deshaun Watson is slated to play. Uh, who knows if he'll actually complete the game. And uh, Justin Justin um, Fields got in a little bit of a limited practice today, but he's still considered doubtful. So that'll be something worth discussing here in a few minutes is that kind of the, when we're going over the quarterback slate, all the quarterback quandaries that are going on. It's a weird week for me in regards to that across the league, whether it's part of the slate or not. But um, the other ones that are out you got and like i said drake london you've got kirk cousins who's out for the season with an achilles you got de mercado the running back for arizona you've got curtis samuel that's out and the new england a couple of injuries to monitor um Devontae parker is out but then also uh, kendrick Bourne's out for the season as i understand it tyrod taylor is out Darren Waller is out. And that, last but not least, is Damian Pierce, which should leave the backfield to Singletary for the Texans. So 
Those are the ones that are out. And a quick list of the questionable ones. You've got Kyler Murray. He um he's actually off the practice off the injury report, but they still haven't decided whether they're going to start him or not. You've got uh, Matthew Stafford. You've got um, Michael Wilson, a receiver for the Cardinals. You've got Josh Downs for the Colts. DJ Chark for Carolina. And last but not least in this section is going to be um, Puka Nakua, but I think he'll play. So if you want to, Jordan, you can give us, you can give us your lineup um, and we'll go from there. Yeah, there was a lot of injury news that kind of broke um, just this afternoon, like you said, with like a, like Amari DiMaccato going out. Um, yeah, um, Damien, yeah, Damien Pierce going. I, I got all this information about four o'clock this afternoon. Curtis Samuel's out, Drake London, Damien Pierce, DiMaccato. Um, it's there's so many players that are ruled out which kind of opens up a little bit of value, which is kind of what I was worried about this uh, this week because um, I, I couldn't decide. And even as you were kind of going through the injury report, I was still looking at my lineup and I'm just like, I don't know where to go from here. Um, but this is what I've got so far. So I've got, uh, I've got Dak Prescott at quarterback, 6,500. Um, Alvin Kamara, who uh, made the huge jump over 8,000. He's $8,100. Going up against Chicago, uh, Rashad White from Tampa Bay at fifty six hundred. They're playing Houston. Uh, bring back in that game. We got Nico Collins at fifty eight hundred going against Tampa Bay. Uh, Demario Douglas. So you kind of hit on Kendrick Bourne. Demario Douglas is uh, sounds like he's going to be the uh, number one by default going up against Washington for four K. Uh, my stack option with Dak is CD Lamb at eighty two hundred going against Philly. Um, a bring back in that game for myself at tight end Dallas Goddard, Dallas Goddard at 4,800 um, flex position, uh, Rashid Shahid at 4,500 and I uh, punted all the way down to the cheapest defense I could get uh, with, with the Giants at 2,300 going up against Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders. Oh, that's so funny. I, I think you and I have been doing this show now for basically nine weeks, but uh they say great minds think alike, and I'd like to think we have great minds, but we definitely think alike. So my my lineup looked very similar, but I made some adjustments to it, which I'm glad I did. It would have been very boring for me to come out. I had the exact same stack you did. I had Dak to CD, and I had um, – so I changed it around. My new stack is Derek Carr to Chris Olave instead. So we're looking at price tags of, let's see where we're at here. We're looking at price tags of um, 5,700, I believe it is, for, um, yeah, here we go. Price tags of 5,700 for Derek Carr. And then for Elave, it's actually 6,300. So my stack came in at 12,000, and yours was, um, more like fourteen or fifteen thousand, so it allowed me a little more opportunity. Else, yeah, fourteen seven. We've attacked the exact same for sure. I'm sorry, what was that, Jordan? Yeah, it was fourteen fourteen sevens. What my stack came in at. Yeah, I thought it was right around fifteen, and but you and I attacked the same games, which is funny. So my running backs are DeAndre Swift at sixty four hundred. 
my my other running back that I went with is actually Jonathan Taylor. And he is at um actually Taylor's at sixty four hundred and Switch is at sixty six hundred, excuse me there. I was able to fit in AJ Brown. Um he's sitting at eighty six hundred. I've got Terry McLaurin. They are playing at the Patriots. He was sitting at fifty six hundred. Like I've mentioned, Chris Olave was my comeback with um Derek Carr. My tight end who I'm thankful I actually grabbed him in spots available, which is a lot of spots before last week's game, but not after, was Trey McBride. Um he's got an awful matchup, but he was slated to have an awful matchup last week. And he came back with ten catches, ninety five yards and a touchdown. So that's uh, he did okay. And then you and I went exactly the same with Demario Douglas. And then my defense, I almost went with the Giants as well. I totally agree with that play. But I actually took the Patriots versus the Commanders at 2,600. But I, I just think it's funny that you and I are basically attacking the Eagles, Cowboys, and the um, and the Saints this week. So, Yeah, there's a... Uh... I mean, there's really not a whole lot. And, and this will be the week where something just completely and totally blows us out of the water. Um, I was kind of thinking, like I said, the Indianapolis-Carolina game kind of kind of piques my interest a little bit. Um, and it's funny because then I don't have any players from there. But, man, just trying to put up a lineup together this week was just it, – it was really it was really rough. And, and I, like, I still don't think I'm you – know, this is kind of my – like first kind of looking at it, of course, we're going to have more injury news and, and see who's getting starts, who's not. And I just, yeah, I just, I haven't really come with a, with a concrete decision. I keep going back between, I think I, I think I've put every quarterback in a lineup this whole week, starting from Tuesday. I think I had Lamar when I started, then I was like, well, you know what? I want hurts. Then I was like, well, you could pay all the way down for, uh, for um, like Bryce Young or Mac Jones. And I was like, well, I don't like that. It doesn't feel right. So I'm like, ah, we can go up to the middle tier with Dak or you know, CJ Stroud. And yeah, it's just been, it's been back and forth. I've been racking my brain all week. Think about that for a stack. Mac, Mac Jones and Mario Douglas. Super cheap. It kind of lets you get everything else in there. So and, yeah, I, mean, and he, I think 8,900 or something like that off the top of my head. So yeah, you can be, and you can beat Washington through the air. I mean, so, and it lets you get everything else in there. So it'll be, like I said, it'll be interesting to see what I kind of land on. Um, I'm still waiting to see kind of where ownerships are too. So, because um, right now it looks like a lot of Jalen Hurts and a lot of Lamar Jackson. So, yeah, ex- exactly. So I don't know if you want to, maybe we'll um, go to a commercial break and then I'll have you come back and you do the quarterback preview for us. Ab- absolutely. Go ahead and enjoy this commercial from Durham Remodeling. Serving the Quad Cities area since 1973, and with over 50 years of excellence on their track record, you'll see why it's so easy to trust their experts when it comes to all of your home improvement projects. This family-owned business has you covered on all your needs. Protect your home or building from the elements today and get great roof repair services. Need new windows? No problem. Durham Remodeling can upgrade your windows and doors. Whether you want to upgrade the little details in your home or office, or want to tear a room down and start fresh, the expert contractors at Durham Remodeling have your back. Even the smallest changes can completely transform your space. Ready to start entertaining your friends for backyard barbecues? 
Durham Remodeling will help you plan, design, and build your deck and patio for the perfect outdoor space. Durham Remodeling's work is 100% guaranteed, so you can rest assured that you're getting the best service around. Call 309-786-6715 today for your free estimate for all your roofing, siding, flooring, windows, and painting needs. That's Durham Remodeling, 309-786-6715. And we're back. Oh. My iPad keeps being weird. All right, all right. Jumping into this slate here. Oh. Brian, do you want to which which one do you want to do? You want to do quarterbacks this week or why don't you do the quarterbacks? That way you can come back with the receivers. I uh, I didn't feel quite as strong about my receivers as I, I, I left a lot of receivers out, I felt like that maybe you might oh, own. So I don't like that, man. It's it's my player pool is very, very small this week. And and even some of these guys that I wrote up, I'm like, yeah, like I think go away from some of these guys. Um, but we'll start at the top here. So uh, first guy I got written up is uh, Lamar Jackson. So last week, Lamar Jackson was highest on quarterback. Um, I don't know why, but I just it didn't feel right to me. So I, I went away from Lamar Jackson. Um, the, the highest on stack was Lamar to Zay Flowers. I stayed away from both of them, and it really paid off. Um, I only scored like 100 and. I think almost 173 points, but that was good enough to uh, – I doubled all my money this past week. And if you had a Lamar Jackson as a flower sack, like I feel bad for you because uh, it did not turn out. But Lamar plays better at home. Um, he plays better when it's um, when it's a, a more back-and-forth matchup. Um, and uh, it, it's funny because, you know, in the matchup where he uh, – the matchup where he, you know, kind of destroyed the Lions that week, he came back against a, a weaker Arizona team, but really didn't have to do a whole lot. And then Gus Edwards stole all the touchdowns anyway. I think Gus Edwards had three touchdowns. So uh, I like I like this matchup a little bit more for for Lamar. Um, he's at home. Um, it just sucks that he's the highest you know highest highest priced quarterback, but I like him better this week. So I'll definitely go back to him. Then you've got Jalen Hurts um, in possibly the best game environment on the slate. He's been racking up points. Um, it is a tough matchup. You know, Dallas has a pretty decent defense. Um, they stop the run pretty well. They've got uh, they've got some pretty decent cornerbacks. Uh, you know, they, although they are without Trayvon Diggs the rest of the year, but um, they've shown that they can still get it done. But you know, Jalen Hurts that connection with AJ Brown's you know, AJ Brown's uncoverable. So um, I think AJ Brown still gets his. I think you know I think that game's back and forth. Uh, I was talking about it with a buddy at work today, and he's a big Eagles fan. And I was like, ah, I think we're going to blow you guys out a uh, 42 to 10. And he was like, we're either going to win by 17 or you guys are going to win on a last minute field goal. And I was like, yeah, I could see that. So I think it gets high scoring. I think it, I think it beats the total. Um, then after that, Justin Fields is doubtful. Kirk Cousins out for the year. Um, so then Dak Prescott at 6,500. This is who I put in my lineup. Um, he really did show out last week. A lot of people were on Tony Pollard as well. Tony Pollard was one of the highest on quarterback or running backs on the slate last week. It didn't feel right. The matchup didn't feel right. Being a Cowboys fan, I didn't touch it. And uh, it paid off again. Um, so Dak ended up throwing for four touchdowns. Uh, and they just they just totally decimated the Rams. 
So it's a little bit different here. The Eagles stop the run um, a lot better than the Rams do. Uh, but uh, you can really pass on the Eagles. I mean, if you look at um, if you look at their defensive rankings on uh, DraftKings, they're ranked 32nd against the uh, against the wide receiver position, um, and 28th against the quarterback. So if the Cowboys are going to win, it's going to be on uh, Dak Prescott's back. Um, Matthew Stafford questionable. We don't know if he's going to play. Even if he does play, he just hasn't looked good. I don't really like him as a uh, a fantasy quarterback, to be honest. Um, CJ Stroud's the next guy I wrote up. Uh, he's a little bit he's a little bit like Lamar, um, where he plays better at home. Uh, you know, being a rookie, it's only you know he's only nine weeks into his rookie season, but he's just had better games at home, and he's been a lot better um, in the middle of the season. And right now, we're kind of getting into he just got back from a bye last week. He wasn't too good. The Panthers really held him down, and they got their first win. But I like going back to CJ Stroud at home. Same thing here. You beat Tampa Bay through the air. They don't have Damian Pierce. Uh, Singletary is one of those guys that catches uh, balls out of the back. I think you could like you could make the exception to like. I usually don't stack the quarterback with the running back, but I think you could do like a C.J. Stroud, Devin Singletary, and Nico Collins stack this week because uh, Singletary is going to catch balls out of the out of the out of the backfield. Um, Geno Smith. I don't like the matchup against Baltimore. Kyler Murray is. He is questionable. It says out on DraftKings, but he's questionable. He's been practicing for two weeks. Um, they designated him for return, um, but hasn't thrown a pass. He just threw his first pass today to people who weren't on the practice squad. So I could see them holding Kyler Murray out this week. Um, so it'll be interesting. But yeah, I think they're starting the rookie that... Uh, What's his name? Tune? Clayton Tune. You don't want him. Yeah, you don't want Clayton Tune. But yeah, so I'm staying away from that situation altogether. Um, We kind of already talked about uh, the the Patriots and Washington game. I do like Sam Howell. I do like him at home more than I like him on the road, but he's playable. Uh, New England's defense is not what it it has been in the past. Um, So I think you could stack him up, but I think if I'm going to pay down, I'm going to pay a little bit farther. you had you had Derek Carr, correct? He was your quarterback. With him, at, um, he he's had three straight three hundred yard games. So, so I hate Derek Carr in in DFS in <laughs> DFS. But so and 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 if you're thinking about it here, so even even with a three hundred yard game and two touchdowns last week, he only scored twenty two points. So now twenty two points at, at, at his salary. It's not quite four X your salary, which you don't four X is what they say to keep on pace for a tournament win. He probably would have been he's probably been fine um, in cash games the last three weeks. But if you're playing in tournaments, the guy just like I said, 310 yards, two touchdowns, and he's still not he's got to have that third touchdown. And the way this team plays between Taysom Hill, between Camara, between all the weird random stuff they do. He just, I don't know if, if he's going to break the slate, it'll be this week against the bears, but I'm not holding my breath. Um, but I do like the matchup. So I'm on board with Derek Carr. I don't know if I'll get there myself, but man, it's just, ah, oh, it's just, uh, I don't yeah, like it. I get you. I, uh, 
I think it's important for everybody that's listening to know that Jordan is a tournament guy, and I'm more of a cash game guy. So, again, he, he gives you at least that solid floor with a good matchup for me. Yeah, I agree with that. And so, and yeah, and to go off that, so I only do one lineup a week, and I enter it in every contest I get in. So the normally the way I build my lineup is I'll build it pretty cash, like like with high ownerships, because that's what you want. You want high ownerships, high floors. I build a cash game lineup, and then I make pivots from there. So like last week, I mean, I had um, <clears throat> Tank Dell, who was super high owned. I had Drake London, who was super high owned. I had Brees Hall. I had Alvin Kamara. All these guys are all, I think, within the top five at their position group. Uh, Trey McBride. I had Trey McBride. He was the number one owned. Um, where I got a little bit different was it the quarterback and the wide receiver position. I went with Jalen Hurts over Lamar Jackson, and I paid all the way up for AJ Brown, and um, and and that's kind of what set me apart from the field because people weren't paying all the way up because you also had Kamara who was you know seven K. Um, I, I I should have stayed down because I had the Vikings defense in there at first. And then I ended up getting up. I had enough money to get to the Falcons. And the Falcons were $400 more. And Will Levis just decided he was going to yeet the ball for four touchdowns. And, um, you know, the, the Vikings ended up scoring 10 points and, and the Falcons only scored three. So was seven points a huge difference? No. But in my tournament, instead of winning $60, that was the difference between $60 and $150. So, you know, that that's just kind of where I look at things. When I build my lineup, it's all cash. And then I look at where I can, you know, where I'm feeling a difference. Um, so, yeah. Um, so getting back on track here, uh, Daniel Jones will play this week. He will start against the Raiders. Um, I don't know how much I trust it. So I, I stayed away from that situation. Jordan Love outside the first few weeks just hasn't shown that he's been good. Um, he's going up against the Rams. The Rams defense isn't what it used to be. But uh, until Jordan Love decides he can uh, show me something different, I'm staying away. Uh, Deshaun Watson will start. We talked about that. Um, I like the pieces a little bit more for that game now. Um, I don't mind Amari Cooper at his salary. So, um, and we'll talk about him when we get into wide receivers. Um, Josh Dobbs has got traded to Minnesota, but he is uh, he won't start. Um, I don't like Baker Mayfield. He's just not a DFS quarterback for me. Um, he has scored serviceably, you know, about three times this season. I just, I, I don't know. I can never get behind Baker Mayfield. Um, the next guy I wrote up is Gardner Minshew at 5,200. Um, he throws the ball a little bit more than Richardson did. He loves Josh Downs. Josh Downs is his guy. Um, he has some running upside. Um, I think he throws the ball 30 to 40 times against his Carolina defense. And I actually think, like I said, I think this game might be a little bit better than we think. I mean, Indianapolis has produced some pretty good scores the last two weeks. Um, Downs yeah. coming to the game with a questionable tag, so we got to keep that in mind as well. Yep, yep. Okay, we keep an eye on that. But um, if, if Josh Downs is out, I do like Michael Pittman. Um, Pittman came out last, you know, the last couple weeks, and it said that he doesn't feel like he's a he's a focal point in this offense. So uh, I think it's just a matter of time before you know they gave him the Devonte Adams treatment. Pepper him with 15 targets in the first half. So, um, yeah, uh, they they lost to Cleveland 38-39, and then they just played New Orleans last week. They lost 27-38, to but 
I mean, you look at all these games. I mean, the Colts have put up at least 20 points every single game this year. So I know it hasn't all been Gardner Minshew, but the Colts team, obviously they've got something. So if they're, you know, they're getting three touchdowns, you know, Gardner Minshew's probably, uh, probably got at least one. So and at his price point, he can get there. Uh, Bryce Young is the next guy I wrote up. He looked, looked better than he had all year. He gets another home game against a team that has been allowing a lot more points. So um, I do, I do not mind Bryce Young. Um, I honestly really, it, I wish Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen got priced up $900 this last week. So, you know, he's kind of been the guy who, you know, at 6,600, we could just plug him in and it was automatic. And now it's like, you know, you're starting to have to think because he's starting to get to those guys who, uh, who you just, you know, you could, you could pay $5,000 or, you know, $500 more and get to a CD lamb or a Cooper cup. And it's, you know, Adam Thielen's been great, but he's going to have to start cooling off here soon. Um, then you got Jimmy G who's out or he's, he's been benched for, uh, Aiden O'Connell, uh, Taylor Heineke is going to be starting for Atlanta. Desmond Ritter did clear concussion protocol, but Taylor Heineke has been named the starter. Um, with Drake London out, I do kind of like, uh, I kind of like some of the pass catchers from there. Not necessarily Heineke. Heineke does like to uh, throw the ball a lot though. Um, then after that, Tyron Taylor's out. And then I think the last guy that I was going to get to was, uh, Mac Jones. We kind of talked about him. Um, the commanders can be beat through the air. Mac Jones at his price point, $4,900. Um, you stack him with, uh, Demario Davis and, uh, or, I'm sorry, Demario Douglas. You start him with Demario Douglas and you, you've only spent $8,900. So you can pay up for Camara, for AJ Brown, for CD lamb, you know, you can get all the guy, all the top guys on the slate. But yeah, after that, it's just it's it's uh, Tyler Bagent, Desmond Ritter, um, the rookie Jaron Hall, who sounds like he's going to be starting for Minnesota, um, and then uh, Brett Brett Ripien, who's going to be starting for Los Angeles if uh, if uh, Matthew Stafford's out. But I'm not going below Mac Jones. So yeah, that's what I've got. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. I think the listeners should know, and I totally get perspective on both Love and Mayfield, but they do have good matchups. Um, they would not be my first choice by any means, but there are some people that, that like those two quarterbacks. So if you like them for whatever reason, they do have good matchups. So. Oh, yeah, 100%. So that's one thing that I'll never go away from is my gut feeling. And like I said, Lamar Jackson, I mean, last week, and I'm going to keep going back to it, but he, the matchup was fantastic. The guy should have scored, you know, another 30 point game, but it was, it was something that was something that just, to me, just didn't sit. right. So yeah, absolutely. You know, everybody out, all the experts are saying, Hey, play Lamar. He's in a great matchup. Hey, stack Lamar was a flowers. It just didn't feel right to me. I went with my gut and it worked. So, you know, if you have a gut feeling or something, you know, if you think Jordan Love's going to throw for three touchdown passes, absolutely. You know, just all, all we're here to do is give you our insight. We're not experts. We don't know. Even the experts don't know. They'll tell you. They'll be the first people to tell you. They don't have a crystal ball. They can't tell you what they're going to do or what they're not going to do. Who knows? So, no, yeah. We never know until game day. I mean, weather could change, too, for instance, <laughs> later as we get later into the season. Absolutely. We might on a Friday night, and all of a sudden, there's a there's a snowstorm on Saturday that we didn't, we didn't forecast. So, you know, I got to keep all that in mind. But um, Love's at 55, and uh, – 
Baker's at 52. So if you got anybody's got a gut, at least they got good matchups. So exactly, exactly. Uh, we got a uh, one comment here. We haven't had a comment in a while. Show some love to Steve Delaney. I'm actually playing him in fantasy football this week. He's the one who has a. Uh, uh, Deontay Johnson, who just put up 22 points against me. So, wow. Appreciate you for watching, Steve. Um, so, hit another commercial here, real quick, and then let you dive into running backs. All righty. Here's one from uh, Ryan Allison at Ryan Allison, a tattoo at Why Not Ink Studios. Transform your body into a canvas of exquisite storytelling and profound self-expression with the skilled hands of Ryan Allison. Craft custom masterpieces that tell your unique story together. Ryan specializes in color tattoos as well as black and gray. He also practices a diverse range of styles. Whether you're passionate about anime, fantasy, mythology, pop culture, video games, movies, the esoteric, nature, creatures, dot work, black work, or you have your own ideas, Ryan embraces your distinct vision with an unwavering commitment to passion, precision, and originality. Each project he undertakes is a labor of dedication, a fusion of research, artistic ingenuity, and profound symbolism. His commitment to authenticity is nothing short of remarkable, infusing his very soul into every creation. From half and full sleeves to body suits, awesome back pieces, to majestic front panels, Ryan is the artist for anyone seeking powerful, breathtaking artwork. With every stroke of his needle, he weaves a tale that's as unique as you are. Don't settle for ordinary tattoos when you can elevate your ink to the extraordinary with Ryan Allison. Embark on your creative journey by booking a consultation with him and proudly exhibit your story on your skin. Visit Ryan at Why Not Ink Studio in North Park Mall or check out his portfolio online at ryanallison.art. Ryan Allison Tattoos. When you choose me, you're not just getting a tattoo, you're getting an experience. And I understand that Jordan's got some fine artwork for Mr. Ryan himself there. So I absolutely do. It's on, it's on my ribs, but I would show you, but uh, probably, against, uh, probably against regulations. Hey, um, DJ probably would do it, so... <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was looking at him to uh, I I really do want to sleeve out my uh, my right arm. So I was I I went and met with him and we were talking and um, just something that I yeah he he's got such a great idea for it. So I'm super stoked. It's just a matter of getting the time and uh, uh, getting the cash set aside. And but yeah, as soon as I've got it ready, I'm he's he's the guy. He's who I'm going to. So well, maybe you'll have it before Christmas. I'd hope so. I'm going to ask for Christmas or tattoo money for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would do. So, like Jordan was saying, I'm going to go over the running backs here. Uh, he took Alvin Kamara. They're playing the Bears at 8,100. Next guy I've got listed here, I don't love the offense, but Saquon on his good day still is an opportunity. He's playing at the Raiders at 7,900. My next one down... I've got the pair of Seahawks running backs. One you can get for cheap, probably for potential flex play. If you didn't want to go with the Mario Douglas, I don't mind um, going here. Uh, Kenneth Walker and then Charbonnet. Um, Kenneth Walker's at 7,000 and Charbonnet's sitting all the way at 4,300. 4, so he's one of those potential flex plays that's starting to get a little bit more playing time. And 
what he's doing quite well with his limited playing time. So I can see his role expanding a little bit more, or at least that's what I want, what I want to happen. I've got Josh Jacobs here playing the Giants. He's sitting at 6,900. They tried to get him really involved last week. And with the coaching staff change and GM change and quarterback change, I could see him being pretty involved. Um, next down here, I've got uh, DeAndre Swift. He's in my lineup at 6,600. I've also got Jonathan Taylor also in my lineup at 64. And his counterpart, Zach Moss, at 5,800. They're still split in the backfield, but um, starting to see more of a shift towards Taylor. Then I've got Gus Edwards, Mr. Three Touchdown himself, Gus Edwards. He's the kind of guy that he's got to score the touchdowns because he does typically doesn't catch the ball out of the backfield. So I don't love him in PPR, but he still deserves a mention. And he's playing the Seahawks at 5,700. Uh, next down here, I've got um, I've got Rashad White, who is actually in Jordan's lineup. Uh, next, I've got the combination of Jordan's favorite player, Mister Jerome Ford, and Kareem, and Kareem Hunt. Uh, they're at fifty six hundred and fifty three hundred respectively, and they're playing the Seahawks. No, I'm sorry. They're playing the Cardinals. Excuse me. I misspoke here. Then the next down, I've got Brian Robinson playing at the Patriots. He's at 5,300. I've got also my two cheap got two cheapest guys are Daryl Henderson playing at the Packers at 5,100. And then also I've got Chuba Hubbard, who was named the starter versus the Colts at 5,000. Any names I mentioned, I forgot to mention that you'd like to put in there? Um, so with the news about Damian Pierce, I so Tampa Bay's tough against the run, but uh, if you needed a paydown option, $4,300 for a Devin Singletary, I don't mind taking some shots on that if you really needed the salary. Uh, he had 10 carries for 30 yards last week, caught two balls on two targets. Um, only scored 6.3 points, but, uh, you know, he wasn't super great in Buffalo, but if he gets a full workload at that price, you know, if he, you know, catches, if he's in there for, you know, 75 to 80% of the snaps, I don't mind it. Um, and then the only other guy was, uh, I don't mind Bijan Robinson this week. Um, he finally got priced down to where he should be last week. Um, $6,000 last week, 11 carries, 62 yards, five targets, and didn't catch any. So Heineke's in there this week. Um, I could see them kind of leaning on the run until Heineke gets his feet wet. Um, you know, I know Heineke started and played a ton of games before, but, you know, different offense, different team. Going up against Minnesota, who can get beat through the air, um, their defense, honestly, all around isn't very great. But uh, if Bijan catches, you know, he gets another, at least another five targets. I mean, you're talking he's going to get anywhere from 15 to 20 touches. And, uh, you know, he catches a few of those and he pays off the salary, no problem. You know, especially, I mean, he fell into the end zone last week too. So 
imagine if he, you know, if he catches all five of those targets, there's five more points that takes him up to 17.2 and, you know, whatever yards come after that. So he could have easily cleared 20 points. Um, not my favorite, but just somebody who I think has definitely got a, definitely got a, a, a some upside. But uh, other than that, yeah, no, I mean, you hit every nail on the head, man. I had, I had all those running backs. Um, the only one I didn't have is uh, Saquon Barkley, but I'm I'm on board with Saquon um, as a as a pivot. You know, if if you feel like Kamara's going to get vultured his touchdowns, Saquon Barkley carried the ball 36 times last week. Um, now the only caveat to that is the guy carried the ball 36 times last week and only scored 18 points. And 18 points at eight thousand dollars, that's no bueno. Um, yeah. But the thing that should that we mentioned was Daniel Jones will be back, and they were pretty dynamic together last year. So, and that's exactly why I'm totally on board with it. You know, I mean, I didn't list him because at first I thought it was uh, uh, what Tommy DeVito, and uh, now that Dan- Danny Dimes is back, I uh, I'm a big fan. I I actually really really like Saquon Barkley now. His salary, I wish his salary, it'd be, it'd be a perfect storm if, you know, after how bad they've been the last few weeks, if his salary came down to like the $7,000 range. But uh, DraftKings is a little bit smarter than we are. And then on that Singletary, he wasn't on my initial list. And then <laughs> even though the news had been reported earlier in the day, I'd missed it that Pierce was out. So fair enough on that one. I, at 4,300, he'll get, he'll probably get 15 touches, I would imagine, total. So. On a on a decent offense, so yeah, so yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, you look at those first two position groups, and there it's slim pickings this week. I mean, you kind of have, I mean, it, it's kind of spelled out for you this week. You know, it's just a matter of what you want to do. Do you want to pay up for quarterback, or do you want to pay down? And so, but pretty wild stuff. But uh, we'll hit you with another commercial, and then we'll jump into uh, wide receivers here. For fantasy sake has teamed up with Route 96 Boutique to raise a little more cash for Toys for Tots this season. From September 10th until the end of November, 10% of all purchases made with Route 96 on Sundays will be donated to us for our Toys for Tots drive. At Route 96, they believe in girl power. They want a place that people of all shapes and sizes can shop and feel empowered and beautiful. They want you to be the best you possible and they are committed to bringing you different styles while also providing some basics to express the true you. You can find them on Facebook and at Route96Boutique.com. Getting all the comments tonight. This is my mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> all right, all right. Jumping these wide receivers real quick. All right, so... First guy on the list, highest price guy on the list, best game environment on the list. AJ Brown, $8,600. Um, man, has he just been on a tear. The guy has been fantastic. Uh, week one and week two really didn't have a whole lot going on. Him and Jalen Hurts get to a little, little, little war of words on the sideline after week two. And um, since week three, he's scored no less than 21 points. He has been on fire. His price reflects it. Um, the guy's uncoverable. I think I want one of his touchdown passes. He's pass interference all day. He's getting held and he reels it in with one hand. Um, I hate to say it because I'm a I'm a Cowboys fan, but man, AJ Brown is going to be one tough guy to cover come Sunday. 
So I do. I love AJ Brown. Um, I skipped over Cooper Cup. His price is just too high. If I'm going to pay up, I'm going to pay up for uh, a guy who's kind of been proven. Um, not saying that Cup's not a great wide receiver, but uh, he's getting a backup quarterback thrown to him this week. It's at least is what it seems. It's not official yet, but um, I don't want any part of that. Then next up, uh, my boy CD Lamb, $8,200. He was the recipient. I mean, he. If you were looking for a guy that outscored A.J. Brown last week, it was this guy put up 44 points, 12 catches, 158 yards, two touchdowns, um, even had a rushing attempt in there. And, and I don't think it was even close when it came to target share. Uh, C.D. Lamb is the guy. He was the guy last week. He's going to continue to be the guy. So that's why, you know, in my lineup, it was you have to stack Dak with C.D. I mean, it just he's going to get all the looks. I will throw this out there. Brandon Cooks has a touchdown. In each of the last two games, and he's sitting at forty five hundred for a rather inexpensive play. So I do, I, I like that. And so, and then and the only so, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Um, if you were looking for another small stack piece with him, uh, Jake Ferguson at four K for Dak. Um, he has the most red zone targets in the NFL through nine weeks um, of any tight end. So. Yeah, I, I and he caught a touchdown last week too, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, both good options, great options, um, and they're, yeah, they're both super cheap too. So, I mean, honestly, you could get a little contrarian, not roster CD Lamb, and go with Brandon Cooks and uh, Jake Ferguson. Say, you know, they, if if the Eagles decide that they want to really blanket CD Lamb and they're going to make Dak beat him with somebody else, you could go that route. That'd be pretty interesting. And you um, basically get the same price tag two for one. So exactly. Uh, then, so Devonte Adams is a fantastic receiver. The Raiders and Jimmy G are just terrible. Uh, they can't get the guy the ball. Uh, he's just super frustrated. Last week on uh, on prime time, um, only had seven targets. Only caught one of them for eleven yards. I don't know when the last time that I've ever been like, hey, Devonte Adams only caught one ball. Um, you get Aiden O'Connell in there. I, I I don't know that I can justify the 8,100 for, for Adams, but man, I mean, if anybody's going to turn something around, um, it's it's probably this guy. And if the Raiders are trying to save their season or, you know, Aiden O'Connell is going to have to rely on him a lot. So I don't mind Devontae Adams. Um, just not, the, not my favorite play. I guess if I was going to pay up that high, I, I'm going for uh, AJ or CD. Um, then I've got Adam Thielen. We kind of talked about him a little bit. Technically, he had a down game last week. He still had 11 targets, caught eight for 72. He just didn't get in the end zone. Um, he gets in the end zone. He scores over 20 again. Um, I like the matchup against Indianapolis at home again. Uh, so I, I'm okay with Adam Thielen. His price is just it's getting up there. So he's got to score. He's got to score almost 30 points at that price point to uh, to to get you and keep you up on tournament winning upside. Um, I skipped over Puka Nakua, kind of the same reasoning for uh, Cooper Cup. Um, I didn't put Mike Evans or Devonta Smith in there. Um, and this is just me. This is probably my bias against, uh, against Baker Mayfield. He just can't get Mike Evans the ball. Um, he's still getting his targets. He's still out there running routes. But team's kind of key on Mike Evans. And, uh, and Baker Mayfield, just he misses him on a lot of deep balls and a lot of other throws like that. Um, and it's just been a down year for him. So I don't like paying up $7,300 for Evans. 
Devonta Smith had a really good game at 7,100 last week, but he had that was the first time he scored over 20 points in one, two, three, four, five weeks. Um, Dallas's secondary is a lot better than Washington's. I'm not a, and matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say Devonta Smith's last uh, last double digit game was against Washington in Week Four, so I don't like that play. Um, next guy I wrote up was Chris Godwin. Um, I know I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth here just with the whole, I don't like Mike Evans thing, but um, Chris Godwin gets the targets. So just on volume alone is why I kind of like Chris Godwin for a little bit cheaper. If you, if you had to get to somebody in that Tampa Bay game, if you were looking for a bring back and maybe a CJ Stroud lineup. Um, uh, when I wrote my article, DK Metcalf was, uh, he was, he was limited, but now he doesn't have an injury designation for Sunday. So he's back in. I don't like the matchup against Baltimore. Um, Michael Pittman at 6,600. If Josh Downs is out, I don't mind it. Um, I think they're going to have to throw a lot. and It's either going to be a high-scoring game or it's going to be a low-scoring game. It's just a matter of Carolina can keep pace with Indianapolis. Um, next guy I like is Jacoby Myers. Um, if I'm, I'm trying to remember because O'Connell started one game already this season. And um, when he came in, I know Jacoby Myers was kind of his go-to guy. I'd have to, I can't remember exactly what game it was, but I know he's played before. Um, so I'd have to do some research here, but I like Jacoby Myers either way. He gets a lot of targets too. He's on the field just as much as Adams. Um, only one target last week. Cause they really kind of rode um, the Josh Jacobs train, but uh, 13 targets the week before that seven before that 10 before that. So I do like going back to Jacoby Myers uh, super, uh, you know, compared to Devonte Adams, he's a little cheaper. Uh, Chris Olave, I love Chris Olave this week going up against a, a really crappy Bears secondary or uh, like uh, Joe Winkle calls them uh, the Redacteds. So shout out to Joe on the Redacteds. Um, Tyler Lockett, he's kind of the same as Metcalf, bad matchup. And then just between Metcalf, Lockett, and Smith and Jigba, and then now they've got uh, Jake Bobo. I mean, they're all getting targets, so they're all kind of eating each other's production. Um, if, if, uh, and Lockett had a Q tag too, when I was writing this article, uh, with a hamstring. So he's off the injury report now as well. So I just, with, it's just a crowded wide receiver group and they throw to the tight end pretty, pretty, pretty frequently as well. So I'm kind of staying away from that bad matchup and just the whole, uh, the whole receiving group altogether. Um, next guy, Amari Cooper. Uh, I only wrote him up because they were talking about Watson playing. Um, we have to be careful with Watson. Last time he came in, he threw five attempts and then went and sat the bench. So it scored you a negative 0.8 points. So I do like Cooper, though. Cooper, even with even with P.J. Walker in there, he's been getting a ton of work. Uh, 11 targets last week and then eight, 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 and then six before that. So and at sixty one hundred dollars, he's just I think he's too cheap for what he does on this offense. Um I'm staying away from Jordan Addison this week uh, with the rookie kind of coming in and throwing the ball against a, a pretty decent Atlanta defense. Um, I'm just, I, you know, the rookie's going to have to prove it here. Uh, skipped over DJ Moore. New Orleans is pretty tough. Um, I do like Nico Collins at 5,800. Uh, Tampa Bay gets beat through the air. I don't mind him with a stack with CJ Stroud. Uh, then Zay Flowers at 5,700. I do like Zay Flowers. Uh, Away from him last week because I didn't like the matchup. I like him better at home. Uh, Terry McLaurin, I wrote up Terry McLaurin. Uh, 
a super solid performance last week against New England, who's been burned by wide receivers in the in the past, and uh, he gets all it gets a lot of targets. So I don't mind going back to him. Um, Drake London's out. Marquise Brown is going to have a rookie throwing to him. No, thank you. Tank Dell. Tank Dell's another guy who uh, I was. He was super chalk last week because he was really cheap, forty nine hundred dollars last week. And he really kind of burned everybody. Three catches for 16 yards. Um, what was interesting is he rushed the ball three times for 15 yards. So he's getting work on both sides of it. I like the matchup better at home. Uh, Tampa Bay's secondary is not very good. So I don't mind going back to Tank Dell. Um, he did get a price increase, though, which uh, eh, I don't like that either. Uh, Josh Downs, I wrote him up, but he's questionable. So we have to wait on his status. But at 5,200, if he does play and if he's a full go, um, like I said earlier, he is uh, uh, Minshew's favorite target right now. Then I kind of got into kind of what you did with uh, with running backs, where you kind of you kind of put a, two of them together. Um, so I don't mind Michael Thomas and Rashid Shahid. So uh, Michael Thomas and, and they're two completely different plays. Rashid Shahid's going to get three targets, but he's going to get beat bombs like he did last week. He caught. All three passes, 150 yards, and I think two of them were touchdowns. Um, so he just he blew up the slate. I'm sorry, just one touchdown. But still, three catches, 153 yards, and one touchdown. So the guy blew up the slate at 2,700 or at 27 points at 3,900. So he gets a little bit of a price increase. Um, but against the Bears secondary, I think he's going to be able to burn him for sure. Um, and then Michael Thomas, he's $200 more, but the guy gets the volume. Um, he's getting seven, eight targets per game. Um, the least that he's seen on the season is six. So if you were looking, you know, if you're going to go with Derek Carr, you can easily stack Derek Carr, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, or Derek Carr, Chris Olave, Rashid Shahid. I mean, you can do anything you want and really be able to afford people. Um, if you were going to do that, I wouldn't put, I mean, you could stack Derek Carr with Alvin Kamara. And it just it just gives you a lot of options. And um, but if you were banking on, hey, you know what, I'm going to play Saquon Barkley because Alvin Kamara is just not going to do it. And, you know, you could get really contrarian and go, uh, I'm going to play Derek Carr with, you know, Olave and Michael Thomas and, you know, and just bank on Alvin Kamara not making value. With with your thoughts on Carr and, and being more of a floor play, though, wouldn't you rather go Shahid ceiling as opposed to Michael Thomas basically being another <laughs> floor play? Exactly. So, like, if you're going to play a tournament, yeah, you got to take the guy. You know, Shahid's two hundred dollars cheaper than Michael Thomas. Um, yeah, and if if Derek Carr's throwing a deep bomb, it's 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 Shahid. Michael Thomas can't get deep anymore. Um, Olave is more of a route runner. He runs a really good route tree. So, um, Shahid is a uh, Shahid's yeah. Shahid's the guy that uh, you really want if uh, if you're looking for for deep bombs. Um, we talked about Brandon Cooks. He's got a touchdown and. Uh, and two of the last three games, um, actually the last two games, because they were on by the week before that. Um, then I, I wrote up Jackson Smith and Jigba and Jake Bobo, but that was just because I thought um, if one of two of Lockett or Metcalf were out, I was all over one of these two guys, um, super cheap. But now that everybody's kind of healthy, I'm going to stay away from that. Um, I don't like Tutu Atwell. Curtis Samuel's out. Robert Woods is out. Um, and Robert Woods being out kind of shores up Tank Dell a little bit, so I do like that play a little bit more now. Um, then we got to Demario Douglas. 
$4,000. Bourne's out for the year. Um, Douglas had uh, seven targets, only caught five of them for 25 yards last week. Um, and he also got a rushing attempt, but I see him you know, being on the field a little bit more, taking some of those targets. So I like Demario Douglas. Um, if you were looking at low-owned wide receivers, I think he's the highest owned on the slate. Um, yeah, he's starting to creep his way up. He just moved into the top 10 on ownership. So it'll be interesting. Um, then two other cheap guys. Uh, real quick before I turn it over to Brian, see his thoughts. Mac Hollins and Kaderil Hodge with Atlanta. Heineke likes to air it out. He's going to throw the ball. Um, both of these guys are going to see an increase in targets. Kaderil Hodge was kind of the recipient last week. He had three catches for uh, 75 yards. Um, Mac Collins is 3,500. Kaderil Hodge is only 3,400. Um, you do kind of have to watch out for the tight ends, but like I said, I think I think that was more Desmond Ritter's game. Heineke can throw the ball, so I do see uh, I do see some value in these wide receivers on on Atlanta, um, and you can burn Minnesota in their secondary. So that would be probably about as low as I would like to go. Um, Scotty Miller for Atlanta as well. He's thirty three hundred. So I guess it kind of depends. You can look at like the matchups. Actually, I'm going to check on that. So if you want to give me your thoughts, I'll look at the matchups and see. Uh, how uh, their wide receiver breakdowns been for the year for these other guys? Yeah, one guy I really liked that I don't think was mentioned that um, he had done a disappearing act, but he reappeared last week was Jahan Dotson at five thousand. I think that's pretty pretty potentially good play. The Patriots defense can definitely be beat, and then I I don't mind the trio of. Um, Packers receivers, to be honest, they're all below 5,000. So Christian Watson, um, Romeo Dubs, and then, um, oh, what's his name? Um, Jaden Reed. Jaden. Jaden. Yeah, Jaden Reed. So I don't mind those. You you can find them in price between 4,900 and 3,600. So to me, they're all potential plays for cheap. So. Those are kind of my other guys I'd throw in the mix. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind that at all. Um, so last week, so the biggest thing with Atlanta is they run a lot of two tight end sets. So Kyle Pitts and Johnny Smith see the field um, the most out of anybody in the wide receiver group. Um, Drake London was coming in just a little over 50%. After that, it was uh, Daryl Hodge is on the field the most, um, and he saw 10% of the targets. And then uh, Scotty Miller was on the field more than Mac Collins, but Mac Collins got more targets. So, like I said, you, you got to think that that there's 50% of the snap share. Um, Drake London is coming off the field. And then uh, target-wise, Drake London was getting uh, over 20% of targets for, the se- or for last week and for the season. So 20%, 20% of the targets have to be spread out somewhere um kyle pitts is you know i i I see more probably going to kyle pitts um but uh hodge hollins and scotty miller like i said i think kaderil hodge might be uh he might be it he might be the the one of the biggest beneficiaries i think he slots into the wide receiver one role i mean honestly it's gonna be hard to figure out because they have kaderil patterson too kaderil patterson now that I say it, just watch. Kaderil Patterson will be in uh, the millionaire maker. Uh, <laughs> he'll be in the winning lineup. 
So it'll be funny to see. Yeah, they'll probably give him that split role wide receiver running back and be more involved in both of it, probably. Absolutely. All right, keep rolling here. We'll roll into tight ends. These next two position groups are going to be pretty quick. So what do you got for tight ends, Brian? Yeah, so I'll, I'll throw out my tight ends real quick here. Got Mark Andrews versus the Seahawks sitting at um, 6,800. We've got um, Hawkinson at the Falcons, 5,200. What a gap between 68 and 52. You played Goddard, so no reason to talk about him further. Uh, Dalton Schultz versus the Bucks, 4,200. Uh, like we've already mentioned, Kyle Pitts and John o. Smith are both options. Playing the Vikings, 41 and 34. We've mentioned Jake Ferguson being cheap at, at 4000 My guy was Trey McBride at 3700 Logan Thomas at the Patriots, 33 uh, Musgrave playing the Rams at 33 And last guy that I wrote down here was Michael Mayer versus the Giants at 28 I don't love Michael Mayer, but that price tag is too low for him. Yeah, no, I know. I, I, yep, I agree with that. Um, I had, I had Juwan Johnson written down, but Taysom Hill, he, uh, they took his, his Q tag away. So I don't like that anymore. Um, I don't mind like a Hunter Henry, um, or like a, maybe a Mike Gesicki. And that's just going by, uh, you know, Kendrick Bourne being gone. His targets have to go somewhere. Demario Douglas isn't going to take them all. So um, I don't mind Hunter Henry at 3,600, um, but, I mean, we'll have to see what happens. Um, and then the only other guy who I heard mentioned in a couple podcasts that I was watching today, Darren Waller is out. So that means that uh, Daniel Bellinger uh, is the starting tight end. And actually, he might be he might be my play. I might lock him in at $2,500. Wow. So, He's super cheap, no Darren Waller. And um last year Daniel, you know, Danny Dimes threw to him. He likes he likes Bellinger. So in my opinion, I think I think I'm paying all the way down for Bellinger, and I think I'm gonna lock it in. Um just because it's it's that's a lot of like the CBS folks have him as like the number 13 tight end in the rankings this week. So yeah, I mean he, he's he was getting tar I mean, he was getting targets even when uh when when Darren Waller was in there. I mean, literally you think about it. Um yeah, I mean, it's a good matchup for him against the Raiders. Um and, and he literally ten points is four X his salary. So and it lets you do a lot of things. So Yeah, yeah I mean a lot as for instance, I went fairly cheap, but that still saves me twelve hundred dollars off mcbride so oh yeah i mean you could get him in there i mean yeah that's yeah i mean i like that play and I you really had the Goddard, right yeah i heard you're taking a twenty one dollars that you could save you know i mean i'm curious if you could make something work where you went with dak aj brown and, and cd lamb to start it off yeah i mean you, you might be able to get all that in your lineup for saving the twenty three hundred dollars twenty one hundred dollars so Definitely worth th thinking about. Yeah, definitely worth a look. Yeah. 
So do we need right, to do well, more commercial break or roll on into? Uh, the- nope, let's roll on into defenses. I think we hit all the commercials. We actually did a, a commercial earlier than we normally do. Normally we run into the quarterbacks and then commercial right after that. So All right, so I'm running the defense. I've got the Browns versus Cardinals at 42. I've got the Saints versus the Bears at 41. Cowboys at the Eagles at um, 38. The Ravens playing the Seahawks at also at 38. The Eagles doing, playing the Cowboys at 34. And then there were some fairly inexpensive ones, too. I went with the Patriots. Um, I've got the Packers playing the Rams at 28. <laughs> the Rams, excuse me, yeah, the Rams playing at the Packers at 26. And last but not least was your Giants at 21. So, Yep, I think, I think, did you say the Colts? I did not. That was the only, that's the only one that I'm a little bit different on. Now, the Colts have given up a lot of points. Um, and, and Bryce Young played really well last week. Um, if the Colts were at home, I'd be all over it because, uh, Bryce Young's been pretty pretty bad away from uh, away from his home stadium. It just sucks that Bryce Young's at home because um, I think you know he's still a rookie. He's still making mistakes. I mean, it's I think it's still it's still a rough go for him here. So, but we'll see what happens. So, did you have any thoughts on picks this week? Um, you know, I was kind of looking at them uh, before I hopped on today, and I'm. Just don't I I don't like a lot of uh I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of a whole lot of these matchups. Um I guess if I had to if I had to go with one, I'd take uh the commanders getting the points. They're getting two and a half against New England. Um I'd take that. And then uh I think the Saints, the Saints giving the eight points to the Bears, I think that's a there, I, I think that should be double digits because uh, the Saints' defense is good, and the Bears are—they're going nowhere fast. Yeah, I totally agree. I've got—I've got the Saints. I did take the Patriots. I'm not sure why, but I took—I took the Patriots there. I'm on a three and a half. I've got, um, like I said, the Saints. I've got the Browns minus eight versus the Cardinals, and then I've got uh, the Seahawks plus six at the Ravens and my last two were um, the Raiders. Somehow or another, they're going to rally the wagon and win this game by more than four points. And last but not least, Sunday night, I took Bengals minus two at home versus the Bills. Yeah, I like the Bengals play for sure. Um, I, I know uh, Joe Winkle was on that too. That's part of the Sinister Six is the Bengals, uh, the Bengals uh, winning that game and given the points too. Um, and then you locked in Cleveland at minus eight. It's up to minus 10 now because Deshaun Watson's playing. So I was a good pass on L minus 10 then. Oh yeah. 100%. But I mean, you got, if you got him at minus eight, if you lock that score in, you're good. Um, yeah. So exactly. But I wouldn't do it now. Right. So here's a, so I was kind of playing with the lineup here. And so uh, let's listen to this one real quick. Uh, this one, Gives you $100 left over in salary. Uh, Dak Prescott, Jonathan Taylor, Rashad White, uh, A.J. Brown, Demario Douglas, C.D. Lamb, Danny Bellinger, Nico Collins, and the Giants defense. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, it lets you stack those those top two wide receivers in there. Um, it gives you Demario Douglas, who could fall into that role. Uh, I like Nico Collins this week with uh, Houston being at home. Um, and somebody who I really want to get into my lineup, I think this week is Jonathan Taylor. Um, like you said, they're still splitting carries, and it really, really sucks that he's still splitting carries with Zach Moss because I really think he's starting to come on. Um, but if if Taylor gets hot, I see them, you know, instead of giving it a, a, a 12 and 11 split, you know, given a, a 20 and five split, you know, I think if you give Taylor those extra five, those extra five touches, I think he could do a lot with them. So, yeah, I feel you, man. The price tag, if all that happens, the price tag's not going to be 6,400 next week. So, right. So, I mean, it, it's kind of like a, hey, let's, let's take a shot on him. He's either going to be super expensive or stay the same. But, uh, the matchup's just really good. I really like Jonathan Taylor this weekend. Um, it was him and Camaro were kind of my focal point when I started, but you just can't fit, uh, you know, you can't fit one of the better quarterbacks stacked with our wide receiver if you do that. So yeah, it no. is what it is. I agree. So, Jordan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me every Friday night at 7.15 right here with Brian as we do the DFS Deep Dive. Uh, you can hit me with any of your questions that you want at uh, jfantasy.com. Uh, J fantasy underscore sports on X. Um, and then uh, I won't be on the Sunday show this week, but uh, I've been on the Sunday show the last few weeks. So, uh, you know, feel free to hit me up with a message or uh, like and share the article. If you think that it's good stuff, comment on here. Um, but yeah, we're just having a good old time now. We're getting really, really good rolling here. I can't believe the NFL season's halfway through now. Oh, I know, right? So as for me, you can always find me at Vandegrad92 on X. I do a little, th- I do a little thing called the Dynasty Gambit on Thursday nights for, for goingfor2.com. You can find me there. That is uh, the pregame show at uh, 7 Central, seven, excuse me, 6 Central. Then, of course, Friday night here with Jordan. And then I do the Sunday main show as well. So we have a lot going on, and we um, – we hope that you'll listen into all of our content and read Jordan's got written content. So read that as well. He always does a great job with all this. So I, uh, once again, thanks for tuning in. We hope you all enjoyed your Friday evening with us and we wish you nothing but the best and hope you'll bring down those big cash tournaments. So for now from Jordan and I, y'all take care and have a nice weekend. See you guys.